Hello everyone and welcome to What to Watch on Netflix. My name is Jed Shepard and I am your host. Today I am joined by my good friend Hayley Bishop. Hello. Hey Hayley, you right? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm very good. How are you Jed? <laughs> that's, I'm very good because we've just... Are you learning how to... Uh, do the media talk because uh, you listen to that podcast with me and, and Rob. No, because you taught me on the show that we were on together. That's right. With that that uh, Park City TV. That's right. Yes. And I also taught Rob. And when Rob was on the podcast, he did the same thing. He oh, made sure he yes. kept on saying my name. Little tip, guys. If you're ever on TV or a podcast, mention the host's name back and then that ingratiates you with the host. And now you're ingratiated with me, Hayley. Yes, it's a good day. <laughs> Which is great. Uh, we've just stuffed our faces with Chinese, so to be Chinese. fair. So I apologise if everything's a little bit um, disarray. We've also been drinking mugs of red wine. Yes, we have, because we're classy like that. <sighs> Shiraz. You know, um, we don't mess around. That's right. We've been watching movies, uh, which we'll come on to a little bit later. Um, so how do we know each other, Hayley? We, uh, I was an actress in Dawn of the Deaf, which still is still are. I, we haven't we, cut you out yet. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, still in that. Yeah, it's a good, oh man, it's such a good day. Um, and that you wrote originally. You were the yeah. creator, and yes. uh, we met doing that. Yeah, and then we became friends uh-huh. over just mutual coolness. Yeah, yeah. I think I just really think you're the coolest. No, I'm not. I'm really not. Haley's <laughs> <laughs> H- come to to post pop, uh, which you may know from from my other podcasts. And she's surrounded with, um, by VHS tapes, normal cassette tapes, just weirdness. There's a Ghostbuster proton pack up there. There's boom boxes. Turtle fighters. Yeah, that they're like fake bootleg turtles. Amazing. Uh, VHS cameras. Yeah. Star Wars stuff. I mean, you've got everything in here. Everything that you need to, to, to have a good podcast. Yeah, also to <laughs> just be like the greatest coolest person in the world i wouldn't say that well, um I will. but we've uh yeah you did a good job in dawn of the death thank don't you know if i've ever told you before but oh, you thanks. have uh, that, was, that was the first time i've been waiting for this have. for so long <laughs> yeah you did a really good job and um and you did a good job um and because you had to play a deaf person i did um so i mean this is something we've never really talked about so how was it playing a deaf person oh. In Dawn of the Deaf. It, I mean, it was awesome, which is a weird thing I feel like to say, yeah. but it was because, I mean, so uh, as an actress, that's mm-hmm. uh, a really challenging role and you always really want those. Yeah. Um, so we got to learn how to sign in BSL, uh, which obviously I'm American, spoiler, yeah. <laughs> um, which I didn't know that there was different um, there dialects, I guess, of sign language everywhere around the world. So I got to learn about that, mm-hmm. learning how to sign, which is a new skill, which is a really handy and a cool thing to but be able to do. You didn't want to sign on TV. No. When I, when I was like, Hayley's going to sign on, on national TV no. right now. <laughs> no, because I, I didn't want to be uh, disrespectful <laughs> yeah. because it would have been like, yeah, I'm going to sign, but I'll probably say just the lines from the film and it won't make any sense. That's true. That's and I didn't want to do them wrong okay. and do something like inappropriate that's, that's and discredit true. myself. I, did, I worked <laughs> so okay. hard to be good at it for the film, so... Um, yeah. But yeah, you did a good job. What did you think when you first, um, um, this isn't going to be all about Dawn of the Deaf guys, um, but what did you think when you when you first kind of um, heard about it? I know heard's probably the wrong word to use in this occasion, but when you heard about it, that it was um, essentially a sign language zombie movie. I mean, the, uh, to be honest, I was a little bit thrown when we first got the <laughs> script because it was, uh, it was playing a 
can I give the spoiler quick character? Spoiler was yeah, sure. deaf lesbian. So I was yeah. like, oh, oh that's not trust- a spoiler. That's an incentive. I mean, yeah, this <laughs> is true. But I was also like, oh, of course, they're trying to go for the lesbian bit. Big, yeah. But then actually like fully reading it, meeting you, meeting Rob, mm-hmm. um, working with Rob, our director, who was yeah. on a past episode, I believe. He was. Yeah. Yes. Um, the Sundance episode. Yes. Yes. It was good. Yeah. I was there for that. And we were at Sundance together. It was. Which is really good. It was very special. Uh, and we met the director of a film that you're going to talk about later. Yes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Sundance? Oh. I haven't seen you since Sundance. Oh, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I loved it. It was. You stayed for the entire time. I stayed time, for like... 10 days. I extended oh, my flight to stay. I was there for five days and I was tired and nearly died when I came back. Yeah. I was no, so sick. I mean, I luckily I didn't get sick. I think I was just, my body had went, went into some sort of survival mode. <laughs> yeah. That I was like, okay, every day get up at six go to bed at five like the, the pictures crazy. of you the photos of you after i left it was getting increasingly increasingly oh, yeah. you were turning into a zombie from dawn of the <laughs> yeah. death i was so. just doing some prep for the feature <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge um but yeah it was, it was a crazy time because mm. like who would have thought this little film would have got and us to like, sundance yeah we i need sh- to do something again to get us at sundance yeah next year let's That's do it true, yeah me and you will make a f- we'll make a film later let's just we'll do just it tonight yeah this is a big it. day <laughs> put a camera up right now we've got like fake turtles it's i mean fine. wait a That's second the <laughs> there's props here <laughs> there it could be straight out of the 80s it could be a period film <laughs> though i have done about 10 music videos with the things around oh. this room so oh. this room is quite um known on camera okay um but yeah, thanks very much for coming on to the uh, podcast. My pleasure. Uh, really appreciate it. You've listened to like previous ones, right? I have, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Like, it's really thanks. good. So you know the format is essentially uh, you choose three things, mm-hmm. I choose three things. Uh, and these can be film, documentary, TV shows, animations, anything. Okay. And it's not just from Netflix. It can be from any streaming service, um, even YouTube. So don't worry yourself about that. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll go straight on to format and I'll uh, tell you about my first pick of what to watch on Netflix. My first pick this week is going to be something a little bit in my lane, something uh, people will probably kind of assume that I would like. And it is um, a sequel, a mega sequel, because it's a sequel to two franchises. Mm-hmm. It's Sadako versus Kayako. Ooh. Do you know those names? No. Okay. So Sadako is the main person from the Ring films, from the Japanese Ring films. Oh. In the English version, she's called like Samara. Okay, yeah. um, have you seen the Japanese? No, I've, I've seen um, the first American English okay. version of it and uh-huh. um, was terrified and right. did not sleep and had nightmares. So I um, think of that, but like a hundred times more terrifying. Oh and that's no. the Japanese version. No, no. So that's Sadako. Okay. And this is a versus no. movie. And mm-hmm. who she's facing is someone of almost equal, uh, um, equally terrifying. And that's Kayako. And Kayako is kind of the ghost girl monster from the grudge movies, from the Japanese grudge movies. So it's basically. <laughs> The Grudge versus oh uh, The Ring. Look at, that is my nightmare. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they're very Terrifying. similar looking characters. Okay. They're both kind of the classic Japanese uh, ghost girl, black long hair mm-hmm. in front of her face, mm-hmm. wearing a white dress. Why is that so scary? It's, it's it's kind of like in Japanese mythology. There's all that's always oh. been there. I can't, it's called the vengeful ghost. Okay. Um, and the vengeful ghost is always 
a, like a young girl kind of who's kind of getting revenge on something she's been hard done by I'm sure mm. when you were a young girl you wanted to get revenge on this a bunch is true. of people oh that makes sense why I was always hair in the face yeah. white dressed and oh. living in a well for 30 yeah. years which was um, her backstory um, so this film it comes quite a long time after the original films films came out mm-hmm. um, and I kind of watched it with I mean I was a little bit sus about it I didn't think it would be any good and I was Gladly, I was mistaken because I love this film. Um, this one was currently streaming on Shudder TV. And Shudder TV is a horror streaming service. And uh, we actually hung out with them at the Glasgow Film Festival, the guys from Shudder, oh, nice. which is cool. Shout out to Shudder. Woo. Yeah. And um, you never know, maybe you'll see something that we've been involved with on their network one day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so this film is, um, so I don't know if you, if you know, remember the premise of The Ring, mm-hmm. but it all involves a, a videotape. Oh, I remember. We're surrounded by videotapes at the moment, but none of them are cursed. Thank, besides that, besides that one. Don't tell me, I'll get terrified that, that already. Cursed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously it's the 21st century. Not many people have VCRs besides myself. Um, so they've tried to make this a bit more 21st century. And somebody has uploaded the video to um, uh, digitize it and put it onto YouTube. Nightmare. Um, so the whole film is about getting these two monsters to meet each other to fight. And the lead up to that it's from majority of the movies that lead up to that and it's just really um incredible how they manufacture a scenario where these two monsters can meet so it's not not like uh freddy versus jason where they meet kind of early on in the film these two kind of they really make you wait for the for the for the payoff and it's great it, it's really really good i mean like if i said any more I'd, I'd kind of spoil it um but don't think this is a is a joke film or it's not um or it's just kind of a derivative of things that came before it's his own kind of entity and hopefully there'll be a bunch of sequels based um as a spin-off from the from the back of this because um i really really enjoyed it um and it i mean there is that american version uh, coming out or just kind of called really? rings rings um. which is a sequel to the american versions which apparently is, is awful uh, so <laughs> instead of seeing rings go to shutter tv um and get a month free trial and watch Sadako versus Kayako. And this is a terrifying, scary movie as well. I mean, I mean, it depends. If you don't watch horror films, then yeah, it's probably quite, quite terrifying. But it's it's more kind of for fans of the original. A lot of it's quite funny. Some funny elements, just okay. about these these girls who uh, want to watch this cursed video, but they're going around t- Tokyo or whatever, and they can't find a VCR player. Just just things like that. Mm. is quite amusing. Mm. Um. And also, I mean, just just how they engineer these t- two monsters to me, it's it's quite amusing as well. Um, but yeah, that's my first pick, Salako versus Kayako, available on Shudder TV right now. Um, I think it's exclusive to them as well, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, and that's my first choice. Haley, what is your first choice of what to watch on Netflix? My first choice is not scary. Um, okay, yeah. I'm out. We so, oh, God. <laughs> one time in and already ruining it. <laughs> yeah. um, is it's actually one of my probably favorite films I've seen in the last few years called Short Term Twelve. Amazing film. Yeah. Amazing film. Yeah. Um, it is uh, the first, well, no, the second feature by um, Dustin Daniel Creighton. Uh-huh. Uh Came out. What's his surname? I think it's. Oh no. Creighton. 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 Wow, I don't know. I. Oh, That's I, an unfortunate name. Creighton. <laughs> oh, I should I know, know this. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think his surname's Cretin. C R E T T O N. If anyone can pronounce okay. it correctly, 
apologies for butchering <laughs> it. <laughs> That's cool. Well, yeah. Short Term 12. Yes, Short Term 12. Um, it stars uh, Brie Larson, everyone's favorite. Yeah. And she did this before she was like big. Yeah, this but, is um, um, supposedly her first like big breakout oh role really? okay yeah well that's what people say yeah yeah um yeah before she and i personally think room was amazing mm-hmm, but i actually yeah. really love her in this i think more i, I think i agree with yeah, you yeah yeah she's a lot, lot more likable in this yeah I feel. yeah um yeah so what 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 about this film do, do you like like what specifically so it, it follows basically um brie larson's character is a supervisor at a um, youth home for kids that are essentially in foster care yeah. or trouble come from troubled families and mm-hmm. they're supposed to be there for a short term yeah um and then either carry back on to their family or go somewhere else um you know if they turn 18 yeah. um but it's just a really lovely human story about like her and her um boyfriend who also works there who's played by John- Jonathan Gallagher who yeah. I really love him he mm-hmm. was in Spring Awakening oh, okay fun fact um <laughs> And then, so you've got, like, their dynamic that's going on. Then there's um, this young girl that comes in who kind of mirrors her as when she was young, who Mm -hmm. is suicidal, who cuts herself, which it's not a, like, it sounds really dark and sad. I mean, it is dark in a way, but it's kind of a nice depiction um, of this bit of humanity that you don't see often, I guess. And so it's her becoming kind of befriending this younger girl um, within, so... By helping the younger girl, she also then uh, gets to kind of uh, face her own demons. Yeah. In the way that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, she and kind of helps herself. Yeah, exactly. So people. you see her character kind of go through the arc and the change along with um, this young girl, and it's it also does like tackle issues of like child abuse and some yeah. dark things that. Um, I really like seeing on screen apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean these things these things happen in real life. Like um when we were at the Glasgow Film Festival, mm-hmm. um w- someone stood up in the audience and said to me and Rob, um I didn't uh, like I, I love the film but I really didn't like seeing um the kind of abuse mm. that happens. We've gotten on that screen. A, quite a yeah. bit. People get really uncomfortable with yeah. that. Yeah. And like I'm not, and like I'm nodding at them, but I'm just thinking, you know, this thing, this happens in real life. We didn't make this up out of thin air, right? Um, so when the, when the, these kind of things happen on screen, obviously it's hard to watch. But this is what's happening around the world, and if we just stick our head in the sand and ignore it, then then it's going to keep happening. Exactly. So f- by showing it in in kind of popular media, then it's hopefully go towards stopping it. Right. It makes it uh, less of a taboo subject exactly. for people to talk about in real life. Um, but then I also love the film, like it does tackle that, but then it's such a beautiful, like beautiful story of just like hope and, you know, the way it's shot is really, uh, I guess, true to life. And, um, the cinematographer Brent, Brett Palak. Palak, okay. You're having trouble with these names (laughs) today, aren't you? How much wine have you had on I'm sorry, no. (laughs) You know, someone should have written them out phonetically for (laughs) me to sound. Um, but he does a really nice job, I think, of just like... It's. I think it's mostly handheld through all all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like a documentary style, yeah. which, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. That scene where they're kind of chasing chasing the kids, kids. I um, mean, he's trying to escape out in of the, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just great because like you feel like you're there with them. Yeah. It happens a couple of well, not just spoilers, but it happens a couple of times. Yeah. Um, well, they bookend the film with yeah, that, which yeah. is really nice. You kind of get the full journey of the characters. Um, That's right. Yeah. Which yeah yeah I loved it. Really lovely film. Uh, it's available. I know it's on Netflix in the US. Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix UK as well. It yeah, is, I'll Brent. That, yeah. And then I think you can get it on Amazon uh, Prime, Prime Video. Yeah. 
you can also buy it on that, uh, iTunes. On iTunes. I think yeah. that's how I watched it originally. Was was actually buying wow. it on iTunes. One of the few people who actually I know I was really gung ho on seeing it. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> that's a great that's a great first choice. Thanks very much, Haley. Um, and I'm sure some of you out there um, are going to go and, and watch that um, this weekend um, on on um, on Netflix. Uh, my second choice today, straight on uh, with with the work, is a is a kind of interesting one because. I don't know where to start with it um, because it comes in different formats. Um, it's something called Assassination Classroom, and it started off as a Japanese um, comic stroke manga, um, and it was serialized. And then it went to a, um, a cartoon series, uh, which is how I first came across it. Um, and then it became a cartoon film. They've made it into a film version of the cartoon. And then they made a live-action version. And this wow. was all in... The, and there's three live-action versions. There's like a, a trilogy. And this is all within the space of a few mm. years. So this thing became really popular really quickly. So I think I'm going to concentrate on the animation. Um, it's like a 12-part animation because it's probably easiest to get and it's free. Um, if we you like go free. Exactly. If you go to uh, Crunchyroll, which is a streaming website for Japanese um, things, you know, like mm. Japanese TV shows, mm -hmm. Japanese anime... Um, and the reason why you want to go watch it because it's it's like nothing you've you've ever heard of or, or watched before. The premise is seventy percent of the moon has been destroyed, um, and then this alien appears on Earth, um, and basically this alien is a smiley face with a body, and this alien says, "I've done this to the moon. I'm going to destroy the Earth in one year unless you can kill me." Um, but it's just a smiley face. Yeah, it's really. I'll, I'll show you a picture of next, but okay. it's basically this big, massive smiley face with like a human humanoid body. Okay. Um, so that the world's government are like, right, okay. But he has another kind of caveat. Um, and so he's given a year, which is kind of reasonable. We, they have a year to kind of destroy him, and the caveat is in that year he wants to teach a classroom. He wants to teach some kids, um, just like general stuff, which is kind of a new, an unusual premise for a a TV show. So the government, like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so the government formed this thing called Assassination Classroom. They fill the classroom with kids who are the best um, hitmen in the world, and they train them up, and each one has their own unique style of uh, how they kill things. Um, what is the age of the kids in this? It ranges between, like, 10 up to about... 18 i guess i mean i just feel like what was i doing when i was like <laughs> yeah. 10 that i wasn't an a trained assassin I to be a trained assassin yeah right. um or maybe i am who knows i'm quite mysterious just got real um so the for the entirety of the tv show and the film and the comics it is about this uh classroom of tea, of uh, kids who are being told by the government the whole time, you need to kill this guy. He's going to destroy the world. Kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him. Um, but the teacher is teaching them some good stuff and he becomes the best teacher they've ever had. So he's teaching them all this like real stuff that's like changing them as people or like making them better people. So they're really conflicted and the whole way through. They're really conflicted. Like, Do they start to like him? Or? Yeah, they're like, shit, like, we have to kill him because he's going to destroy the world. But like I'm learning so much, yeah. So it's a so and so it's a real kind of mix. And um, one by one, kind of like the the kind of kids drop out because they're like, we we don't want to kill this guy. He's like really cool. Um, and so like the kind of the they they populate the classroom with more kind of fierce mm -hmm. children. And at one point they they put in a 
a robot basically who's just a killing machine who has like tons of guns and stuff um no mess around in there yeah and it, it just escalates and escalates and escalates mm-hmm. um but it's just the journey of of uh of this alien like why is this alien doing this why does he want to destroy the world and why does he want to teach these kids and again i don't want to spoil it but it's it's such a beautiful story and the japanese are the only ones who can kind of pull this off something so weird but ultimately something so so magical and beautiful as well like you wouldn't expect something about an an assassination classroom being so touching and like when you finish an episode you're just like oh my god that's like you like, really are moved by yeah, it. Yeah, like a, like he like almost on the borderline of like like crying because you're like that's just really touching. It's like he's reflecting humanity back yeah, to he it. Exactly. Um and yeah, and the live action films are really, really good. I just watched mm. the third one, which is the final one, and it's just it's just so crazy, mm. but it's just amazing. It's one of the most popular kind of um anime stroke uh, live action films to come out of japan over the last wow. five years so it's kind of popular but um i guess people in the uk and usa might not know so much uh, about it that's why i'm bringing it up but yeah g- go check out assassination classroom um on crunchyroll.com um if you want to read the comics then uh viz media are putting that out in the uk um and yeah that's my my second pick which is kind of an unusual one yeah excellent but pick yeah i'm intrigued yeah i'll, I'll send you links if yeah, you want yeah yeah do it um so Haley, what is your second pick uh, of what to watch on netflix my second pick is it's called day five it is okay. actually on rooster teeth you made that up i didn't i didn't okay. i swear <laughs> it's a real thing okay. um it's a uh, a production company that comes actually out of Austin, Texas. Nice. Yeah. Um, they do. I think they started as kind of more of a gaming, like you'd you'd log in or watch people playing games, and they'd answer questions, and yeah. they grew in popularity and started doing their own content and doing little like short form comedy skits and. Um, it's like a, just like a, like a like a random YouTube like kind channel. of yeah, yeah, but then it just blew up, mm-hmm. and then I just found out my f- a friend of mine works for them, so she introduced it to me. She's English too, eh? Look nice. at that. Ooh. Um, but they did their first um, drama series, so it's like I think it's eight eight episode little series that they okay. put out in July last year called Day. Good keep, I know. Keep wait, going. no, but there's no <laughs> zombies. Right, well, okay. yet I'm only in uh, the third. I've only finished the third episode, so okay. there could be zombies mm-hmm, soon. But mm-hmm. um, basically, Deaf lesbians. And oh, yeah, okay. no, I'm trying to get in on this. Okay, I'm really trying <laughs> to sell it. Um, they basically the premise is, is that there's a an infection that was spread somehow, um, so that if you fall asleep, you die. And it infected most people. That's awesome. Yes, I was like, you should have led with that. I know. That, that's Sorry, the, that's the best concept. Rewind. Go back. Yeah, yeah. This is day five. If you fall about, asleep, if you, you die. You fall asleep, you die. Amazing. And it took effect at like three in the morning, um, mostly in the U.S., but then like per time zone, so mm-hmm. you can see how like Europe was okay because it was like nine yeah. a.m. or so by then. But um, basically, three in the morning in Texas time, so most people were dead pretty quick. Yeah. And so your main characters, you've got a guy who was um, a drug bender, so he survived. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like a little kid who's around like, I think he's like 12 or 13. Um, we don't know why he was awake still, but he was at some point probably gaming, yeah, staying yeah, up late. Yeah. And then you've got the night shift at a hospital, so the lead um, doctor who was there, and then a pilot who was on a red eye. Yeah. This this sounds like really, really right up my street. I think you would really yeah. like it. Okay. I, I like love it. Um, but yeah, so the four of them kind of have like, you know, within the first episode found each other and band together and they're determined to go 
find the source point of this epidemic. Yeah. And yeah. so it's them, um, you know, we're now in episode three, but basically trying to make their way to uh, the so- source, which is in a certain place. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, yeah. um, but then obviously the whole time they're fighting, falling asleep. So uh, you've got, you know, day five, essentially, they, they do a quick recap of day one, day two, day three for each person. And yeah. then you get to day five and, you know, you find out basically like, if you don't sleep within, I think you've got maybe eight days, your yeah. body will just shut down and die. Yeah. So you're they're on a time clock the whole time to, you know, get against to... Against your own biology. Yeah. Exactly. They're yeah. racing against biology. They're also just exhausted. So they're taking mm-hmm. amphetamines and yeah. anything to keep them awake. And yeah, there's a lot of elements that are just constantly happening that like, even if there's no real scary drama within the oh. world they're in... Yeah. They're just, you know, the fact that they actually just trying to stay awake. And which wh- what's the what's actually killing them when they fall asleep? They just die. It's just you okay. fall asleep and you die. And like they've done a few. Um, right. I know it's a, a fairly new production company, anything, but they did a few uh, shots in the beginning episode where you see like the bodies afterwards, and mm-hmm. they look very, um, uh, like not normal. Okay, essentially, because okay. I mean, um, the premise of all the Nightmare on Elm Street films mm-hmm. is. If you fall asleep, you die, basically. Mm. But they kind of describe it. Then it's Freddy Krueger in your dreams that that kills you. But this is great. If they don't explain what kills you, this yeah. is this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. You I just, can't wait to watch this. Yeah, it's really really yeah. fun. Um, so how do you watch it? Do you you have to actually? Uh, so it's Rooster Teeth. You actually make a subscription. They're a subscription based okay. sites. So you sign up and how much is it? Um, I think it's not. That it's like thirty. $30, so even cheaper over here. $30 for, for a year. A year, a okay. year. so it's not bad. So it rounds out to be th- two-something, $3 yeah, a bad. month. Yeah. It's nothing you can do a fir- free month trial, so yeah. you can test out, you know, if you like uh, Day 5 or yeah. all of their other content, which they have a lot of comedy stuff. But I did just hear that Day 5. So it's eight episodes for the first season, mm-hmm. and it's gotten, you know, picked up to do a second season, which I'm very curious just to know how they're going to continue the premise. Yeah. Oh, well. That, they are on a time They could limit. just do day five Tokyo or day five True. Mexico. Every yeah. city. Which is which is kind of what you could do with Dawn of the Deaf as yeah, well. Like yeah. Dawn of the Deaf Tokyo. We should do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dawn of the Deaf <laughs> America. America, yeah. I'll learn American sign. Uh, where are you from in America? Just to go uh, off on a tangent. I um, originally from Michigan and Arizona uh-huh. and then lived in San Diego and Los Angeles before this. So nice. Okay. California, I like to say. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Have you, you been there? To where? All those places. I mean, I've been to, I've been to California like a like a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I was just there. Arthur Sundance, as you know. Oh yes, yeah. Hanging That's out right. for a while. Yep. Um, you got to go to Arizona next. Yeah, but what? Why is what's in Arizona? Oh, the heat, the yeah. mountains, the desert. It's a very different climate than you've probably seen. Probably, yeah. You know, we can go out in the desert, take a four wheeler. Oh, am I going with you? Are we, are we going together? Yeah, well, Let's I assume you yeah. go, and then we just <laughs> yeah. stay at my mom's house. Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask her for, for your hand in marriage and stuff. Is that is that still going? Well, ahead? you should have done it when we were on Park City TV, <laughs> yeah, but you can no. do it now. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we um, myself and Haley were on um, a TV show, and I um, w- wanted to like, kind of surprise her and and also make make it go viral because mm-hmm. to help the film. Yeah. So I was I was going to like because you love me. And because I love you, of Obviously. course, I was going to propose to her live on TV just just to get the reaction and then just so that it would go viral. Um, but then 
Do you know the reason I didn't? Why? Because you know, remember when uh, we were showing the clip and then he asked us if we were together? Oh, and yeah. And I, I spoiled it. I should have, yeah. Oh, I think I, maybe I spoiled it. I think it like, I, oh. we both did. We did. We didn't think that. It was so early in the morning. It's not our fault. Yeah. It's because you were both basically sitting on my lap, like, on TV. We, they were just saw us and like, that is magic. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And it was also like so early in the morning. So early. <laughs> it was so early. I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> uh, but sorry, back to um, Rooster Teeth. Rooster Teeth. So, yeah. So my second pick is Day 5, uh-huh. Rooster Teeth. Uh, yeah. Check it out. You do have to make the subscription on roosterteeth.com, but yeah. it is worth it. They've got loads of content, too, on there just to have to play with. And, and is this the only kind of horror thing that they've done? I think so. This is their first true like drama scripted series they've done lots of they've done supposedly they have a an anime that actually was bought in japan that's really popular oh, there nice. um and they've done lots of like kind of sketch comedy things yeah they're more i think comedy based or comedy focused but okay but i mean they smashed it with the drama so yeah acting's great on it it's shot really well and i know it wasn't like crazy high budget and it's yeah very enjoyable. Well, as long as you've got a good good concept, you don't mm. really need a high budget because you, no. can, you can ha- play it out in your mind. That's true. Um, that is a great choice. Um, on to my final choice now. Oh, we're already oh, there. Yeah, we are already oh, there. Wait, we haven't done our fortune cookies yet. Oh, yeah, okay. Do you, should we do it at the end or now? What do you think? We can do it now. Okay, so we walked, we had, we were just ate a load of Chinese um, and we got a fortune cookie each. Shall we open it at the same time? Yeah. Okay. I know you guys out there oh, uh, waiting for film reviews. Um, I'm excited by this. But you never know, maybe the fortune cookie will give us insight as to how this last pick will go. Okay, I'm going to read mine. Okay, Okay, this is my fortune. I'm generally quite a lucky person, let's see. Uh It just says, your lucky number four will be knocking at your door. Ooh. That's like part of Nightmare on Elm Street as well. cryptic, eh? Yeah. Uh Lucky number four will be knocking at your door. And then That's mine, what a if I read, would say. Right. I can if I read this in a scary way. Go for it. What you see is what you get. Oh is that my a scary way? God! I mean, what if you see like a, a dog shit? I don't. That's what you get. <laughs> that's what the fortune says. That's okay. Oh, this is this. This is bad. Some things have gone we're, real we're both, dark. We're both gonna die. Aren't <laughs> oh we? no! Well, you know, this is how I go. I guess <laughs> it was worth it. Well, it leads me nicely on to my final choice, mm-hmm. uh, which is called, uh, it's called different things in different areas, but it's mostly called The Staircase. Do you know about The Staircase? I do not. Okay. It is a legendary documentary, uh, which is also split across about six parts. It's originally a French production. Okay. So if you, f- when you watch it, um, there are a lot of like French things going on, um, but it's available in full on YouTube. Um, I tried to find it on a proper streaming service, but I couldn't. So you can see it on YouTube. Okay. Um, and it, on YouTube, I think it's called Death on the Staircase. Death on the Staircase. So okay. what it's about, it's a bit like Serial, but if you, but better. Okay. So it is about a crime that happened about uh, 10 years ago. And it's a a guy, he's an author, quite a popular author, whose wife died it starts with him calling the police and saying my wife has fallen down the stairs and she's dead um please please help me please help me so suspicious already suspicious already yeah sketchy so uh they get there Mm -hmm. and things look a bit weird like there's blunt force trauma to her head maybe it was because she fell down the stairs or maybe it's something else Mm. 
so the whole documentary is kind of leading you down certain paths and, and kind of like sideswiping you. So you don't know whether he did it or, or he didn't. But then slowly it drip feeds you bits of information, a bit like cereal, that kind mm-hmm. of lead you in certain directions. For instance, he has two adopted kids and he adopted them from a friend of his that died. Mm-hmm. And the friend that died fell down some stairs. Mm. <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. I'm seeing a pattern here. Well, yeah, this exactly. Black Widow. So, um, like these documentaries tend to do, they've got a load of experts in to kind of like figure it out. And um, essentially, they, they kind of found him guilty. M- a lot of the time it's because it happened before and like, when does this thing happen twice? But the, the kids that he adopted from mm-hmm. the woman he apparently murdered are totally on his side. Really? Yeah, totally on his well, side. Because that he, he brought them up. Uh-huh. And if you've killed someone, why would you br- bring up their kids? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but people... Was that a good, like, story to I kind don't know, of... but if you killed someone, like, you're already kind of fucked up in the head that, like... I guess so. But then he's like a, like... Oh, yeah, and the other thing is he's a crime author as well where he, like, writes about, like, interesting ways to kill people and how to... Oh, no. So it's, <laughs> he's it's, got everything stacked against yeah, him. Yeah, he really does. And also he's creepy looking as well. Oh, <laughs> so then that's it. Sold. Yeah, but because he's quite rich, he has, like, quite... Um, quite good lawyers mm-hmm. and like so the cameras just just catch these conversations having with his lawyers and it's just really really interesting it, it's like serial but if you have uh the main guy from serial in the room with you and um not just the only other end of the phone in prison mm-hmm. um so it's a real kind of slice of life of being accused of murder mm. um and it's and it's great. I mean, it ends in a, in a particular way, which again um, is one of those things where I don't want to spoil. But it is probably one of the best docu- crime documentaries that you'll ever see oh, because okay. of the access they've got to not only the um, the actual guy in question, but also like all of his family members who are like who are like really into this documentary. Um, and and yeah, and there's a lot of evidence against him, mm. but there's still enough to kind of keep you thinking maybe he didn't do it maybe he didn't um oh and there's all these other like side stories about before he before this incident happened where he apparently killed his wife he was speaking online to this guy and maybe hinting at someone trying to kill her or something or yeah and then it turns out oh yeah i don't want to spoil it but it's just real really interesting thing it also uh, did really well at sundance like it won some kind of documentary thing a few years back okay um so yeah and is it something when you get to the end of it are you solid and did he do it or did he not well there's actually a a more recent part that came out a couple of years ago which i haven't seen yet which i don't know if that gives the game away if Mm -hmm. that kind of he admits or what but i know there's a follow-up i haven't seen yet so i'm going to see that um but yeah that's uh, the staircase or death on the staircase or the original french title which is called soupçons um and yeah and it's about six six hours six and a half hours all together and it's available on YouTube worldwide. The whole thing on YouTube. The whole thing's on YouTube, yeah. Good. Yeah, so that's my final choice of what to watch on Netflix. Ooh. Hayley, what is your final choice of what to watch on Netflix? My final choice on what to watch on Netflix is I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Excellent. Which I feel like is a joint choice, Semi. It kind of is because we both watched it just now <laughs> yes, while we ate chinese food while we ate chinese food and drinking mugs of wine 
Um, but it go. but it was fantastic. Really, I mean, really, really fantastic. I like to say I wanted to see it at Sundance uh-huh. and I couldn't. We tried to. We tried really hard. Yeah, to. we tried, but because it was kind of hyped, um, it won. Get to, yeah. So it, you know, it won, it won. Did it win best film? I think it won. I think it did. I think so. It makes sense watching it yeah, now. Yeah. Now having win. seen it. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those indie films where you just think, you just think, yeah, yeah, of course that's one. Yeah. It, it's it's just so good. But it's um so I mean it is basically about a woman whose house gets broken into, mm-hmm. and she goes on a quest I to think that's the right. to find the person that uh, broke in and stole her things, mm-hmm. and then it just is like how the events unfold from yeah. there. Is and luckily, she has the help of Elijah Wood, oh, who plays like a weird LA ninja, he's, <laughs> like he's spiritual amazing. ninja. He has a rat tail. He has a rat tail. He has ninja stars. He has an amazing dog. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want... Nunchucks. He has nunchucks. He has nunchucks. I want that character to be in every movie from now on. Every movie. I want to see the next Star Wars. They just arrive on the planet and there's Elijah Wood with that rat tail yes. and nunchucks. Perfect. But like instead of nunchucks, he actually has a uh, lightsaber. That would, that would be amazing. Yeah. Because like Jedis have rat tails as well. They do. It just Didn't makes Obi-Wan perfect have sense. One? He did. He yeah. did. I remember. I saw you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but it is. Uh, yeah, the film was. I mean, we the whole time we're just yeah. Was laughing. It Melanie Linsky is the yes. lead mm-hmm. actress. Yeah, she's amazing. Originally from um, from Heavenly Creatures. That's, right. That's where I f- first saw her when she was a kid. And we also saw her in uh, one of the movies on XX. Yeah, at Sundance we watched this horror film called XX, mm-hmm. um, and she was played the probably one of the best um, um, roles in it. Really, yeah. She was a uh, the housewife that just. Struggling through keeping, well, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, uh, basically, a birthday, a birthday party, party goes her. wrong, yeah. Um, and she's just a great actress, and I she's think so she went missing for quite a while. She did have any creatures when she was a, a, a kid with Kate Winslet, mm-hmm. and then I didn't see her until about a few years ago where she's popped up. Mm, I swear, films. I saw something when she when I was a teenager, yeah, could have been creatures, yeah. No, I've mm, I've never seen that. <laughs> you haven't seen Heavenly no, Creatures? I know. Oh, you need to watch that. You're an actress. I know, but I like you to watch think things that I'm actresses like in. Because I was in America, that I was not exposed to like most uh, good okay. films. I was right. like forced to watch only things that came out of Hollywood. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so. this came out of New Zealand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, the director is yes. a guy called Macon Blair. Yes, and he we met him. We met him at Sundance. Yeah, great. And like, I'm I'm not saying Sundance is like you go go around and then there's like. I don't know, Tom Cruise just hanging out, eating some pies. But well, like, he might be there. <laughs> yeah, he could be there. Yeah. But like, um, I don't think you met him when me and Rob met him. We no. were basically Sundance, so you just go from party to party to party. And you're meant to like talk to people, but mm-hmm. I don't really like, I like talking to like my friends and the people I know. I, I hate having to talk to people um, about like film stuff because mm. they'll just, they'll just talk about their film and you have to talk about your film and then you part ways and then it's just so awkward and then you see them in the toilet and they're at the urinal next to you. And then do you continue the conversation about your film or do you, <laughs> what did you talk about something else? It's so awkward. But then I was just, and I think I was saying to Rob, like, oh, I'm not really feeling this. And then all of a sudden I was like, hang on, that's Macon Blair. And Macon Blair is uh, the main actor from Blue Ruin. Mm-hmm. He plays like the homeless guy. He goes on a reven- revenge spree. And he's also plays one of the Nazis from a green room. Mm. Um, which you, you love that Which film. I love. Yeah. And Rob suggested on the previous yeah, yeah. Um, episode. Um, so, so we saw him there and I was like, man i love i love your shit mm-hmm. um and rob does as well um he's like cool why are you here tell them about all the deaths send him some links 
Uh, now I guess we're best friends. I think that's how it works. I think we're yeah, best yeah. friends. But the, the real awkward thing was that I went to follow him on Twitter and he was already following me. Oh, wow. So, yeah. He got to you first. He got to me first. Did yeah, he also he Facebook friend request I'm not you? on Facebook. Oh, that's right. So, oh, yeah. He tried. He tried, he yeah. Had, yeah. It makes oh. sense. He put a twi- tweet out, Twitter out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How things. much of why have you had it's a game? Not that, it's the not that. I'm just, I'm just not that cool with the tweets these days <laughs> with the kids. Um, um, yeah, no, but then we, you met him. When we did. did you meet uh, him? We met him at the closing night party with Rob again, uh, and I he was like, there. and he came, went and said hi, and then I, he introduced me, and I was like, "You're great." Did he ask where I was at all? He did. Uh, oh, Dad, of okay. course he did. Of course he did. He yeah. was wearing all black in mourning that you had gone <laughs> home. Don't worry. What's the name of his film? I'm not at home in this world anymore because yeah. he, he missed me. It, yeah. <laughs> he oh. named it before he even met you. That's true. He knew a piece of himself was missing. And then but he, I was actually quite surprised when like, because you just think, oh, it's, it's a first time director, mm-hmm. come to Sundance, making this little indie film, and he wins the whole thing. Yeah, and he, he w- smashed it too. Smashed it. I would say ne- that's probably one of the better films I've seen this year yeah like, 100% yeah after John Wick it's my second favourite film I've seen this year John mm. Wick 2 um, have you seen John Wick 2 I haven't no oh, I haven't man. seen John Wick 1 what's John Wick 1 right. maybe not even just watch John Wick 2 it's okay. incredible Let's go straight for the sequel yeah good. so good I'm in um, but yeah I'm not at home in this world anymore mm. is available on Netflix worldwide yes watch it really watch it yeah. and we're not just saying it because like he's my best friend yeah it is yeah. such a great movie it was and like we were saying like, every character that came on screen was the best they were like i wanted them in my life <laughs> yeah i loved it. i think it was such a good um you had the one straight man and then everyone else was just so eclectic throughout <laughs> yeah it. I was like, oh, yes. it's so cool um and that girl who was the main girl from don't breathe what's mm-hmm. her name again i can't remember what her name is uh, it's fine that the main girl from don't breathe the one who's the kind of like final girl uh she plays a small character in this which is very similar to a character to a uh, character in don't breathe so it was great seeing her again she's basically like a, kind of like a weird goth mm-hmm. um and just, yeah, I can't trust every single character in this. It's mm-hmm. so fully formed. Even if you've got just one or two lines, yeah. they've got something quirky about them. Like, um, uh, for instance, like maybe they've got like a, their nose pierced and they've got like a, a little, um, like a, I don't know, some an affection in their, in yeah. the, in their voice. Um but yeah, it's just it's it just so great. cool. And it's gory as well. Yeah, it gets really surprising. I mean, it gets a bit dark at the end. It does. We were like, oh, okay, this is kind of like is this a love film? Is this a comedy? Yeah. Is it just a like a you know, your average Joe kind of thing yeah. happening? But it turns dark. And yeah. I, I'd expect nothing less from Macon Blair yeah. based on uh, the films he's been in and the kind of people he surrounds himself with. Yeah. Including me um, being his best friend. Obviously. Um but yeah, no, obviously that's a great choice. Was, and thank you. I enjoyed watching it with you. I did too. Um, you Good enjoyed time. watching it with yourself as well. well yeah, that, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously I did. Uh, but yeah, those, those, that's it really. Is that all? Those are, that's, those are our choices. Oh man. That's great. Where um, where can people find you if they want to get more of the Hayley Bishop? Oh, um, oh, I am on the Twitter yeah. and Instagram at uh, Haley H-A-L-E-Y, because I know... I get that wrong all the time. H-A-L-E-Y. H-A-L-E-Y underscore Bishop. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Same, same I thing. Think, is that... Is there more? That's it? I yeah. that's it, really. I have yeah. a website, HaleyBishop.me. Check that out. Nice. What's on there? Just actressy stuff. Just actressy stuff. Yeah. Some things I've written. I don't know, things. If you listen to this and like you make films, stick Hayley in your film. Yeah. She's great. She's great. Sign. Film the deaf. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Don't, don't make any more deaf films because that's no, kind no, of that's our, our thing. That's our thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter mostly. I don't have a Facebook. J E D S H E P H E R D. Jed Shepherd. 
at Jet Shepherd. Same on Instagram. Uh, go to postpoprecords.com, postpoppodcast.com. Check out the other podcasts, uh, Monkey Tennis, which is like a massive one. Um, uh, what other ones do I do? Smegheads, I do that one as well. I do a bunch of other ones. Um, but you can just check it. Yeah, you can, you can check all that out. Um, and yeah, oh, today was uh, the release of a cassette tape, a double cassette tape for um, the amazing Ariel Pink and R. Stevie Moore. Uh, check that out on postbotrecords.com because it's 63 tracks across two tapes, which is crazy. Right. Uh, yeah. So thanks again uh, very much for listening to this podcast. Um, if you like it, tell your friends, uh, rate, review, subscribe, and all that jazz. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.